0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey Blue Jackets fans, happy Friday, we made it, it's the weekend, uh, it is disgustingly hot here so I hope it is nice and sunny for you as well. This is Lockdown Blue Jackets, we are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Joe Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me tonight to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So yesterday we talked to Sarah Avapata, a friend of the show, about the AHL's realignment and so I figured I would bring you just a little bit more of that conversation today uh, about the monsters specifically and their kind of journey through the AHL uh, divisions. So I will, uh, I will just get right, right into it. I don't know. It's, it's a strange, it's a strange realignment, Mm -hmm. I think to, to have that. But again, I, and I feel like it's, um, the eastern side of the the nhl has always felt a little bit weird to me as well and like this yeah. season as well it was very much a case of oh okay yes carolina and tampa and florida in the central division and it felt very much like okay well we've kind of gathered all the new england teams mm-hmm. in one area and then these yeah. guys are like the leftover teams yeah. and it feels a little bit like the north division is that <laughs> as well in that we've got like the atlantic division which is you know hartford springfield lehigh valley Mm. providence places like that and then you've got the central division which is you know the bits in the center pacific division is obviously its own special thing but the north division feels very much like a well these teams didn't fit anywhere else so we'll just kind of put them all together and pretend that we meant to do this all along
1: yeah i wish i could remember and like i feel like i'm going to like look this up and then tweet it at some point once the the show comes out but like I wish I could remember why Cleveland got moved around because it's not like, it wasn't like a year where other teams joined the, joined the AHL or anything. It looked like they just were like, let's look at the map again. Um, and yeah. shuffled a handful of teams around.
0: Um, was there, was it a case when, because I know that teams got shuffled. So there was a lot of, I'm trying to think when it was, but there was, it felt very much like there was a handful of teams that were like, well, you used to be,
1: mm-hmm this AHL here it is it's because the Colorado Eagles joined there we go Uh, yeah because Cleveland
0: or Lake Erie used to be um used to be the avalanches I believe before um before they were Columbus yeah and then I want to say that the avalanche were the Springfield Falcons and then Mm -hmm. they moved them to Colorado
1: yeah yeah because and then San
0: Antonio stopped
1: existing Yeah, and then whenever, when Colorado joined, yeah, everyone sort of got punted over a division because they joined the Pacific and then um, everyone just sort of got shifted a little bit. Yeah, San Antonio went away to become, um, what's it called, Henderson. San Antonio became Henderson, Yeah. but yeah, I I think we might be able to blame uh, Cleveland getting moved around on Colorado.
0: I mean I love to blame Colorado for things so that is <laughs> a-okay with me. I'm glad that as well that the um, Seattle is just getting like a brand new team. Yes. Instead of being like well we'll give Seattle I don't know whatever team is in. I don't think there is a team in the in the northwest is there?
1: no no it would it would have been um, not that's available at least
0: abbotsford i guess would have been the the closest Mm -hmm. but instead of being like well they're right they're really close to abbotsford so we'll give them abbotsford and then we'll make the canucks go somewhere else and then just a whole a whole mess they do seem to have just been like well we'll throw a dart at somewhere in california and palm springs can have Which, a little AHL tree as a tree.
1: <laughs> Which honestly, like I'm really looking forward to Palm Springs existing because that's going to make a really good, like, ro- like if you're into AHL road tripping, that like the California chunk is gonna be really great because Bakersfield, San Diego, Ontario, all within like driving distance of each other. Um, Henderson is is close enough that you could conceivably want to drive there. Palm Springs is obviously out that way as well. And then if you want to get really spicy, you can drive to Tucson. So like for like the, the Southwestern United States, like that's actually gonna be really cool. And I feel like some of the AHL reporters that I know because yes, we are out there are like, this is gonna be rad. Like we're absolutely making the point to go take that road trip someday. (laughs) Cause.
0: Yeah, for sure. It feels like a very kind of, yeah. And I wish more, I wish more of the AHL was like this. I understand that America is a big country and you have to kind of balance AHL having to bus everywhere with wanting them to be close-ish to their teams. But I would love it if it was very much just like, okay, well, here is our little California group. And then having another group, like, kind of, I guess kind of how they're doing it now in the Central. So, like, that little group of, of Chicago and Rockford and Milwaukee and, mm-hmm. um, I guess, ostensibly, like, Manitoba. You could throw Cleveland in there of having, like, a little Midwest... Ish mm-hmm. chunk, like I guess Iowa, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. Gun to my head, I don't know that I could point to Iowa on a map. Coming up in just a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Sarah, but first I've got to tell you about Wealthfront. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only one percent of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up with Wealthfront instead. They can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalised just for you in minutes. There's no manual trades, there's no picking stocks, there's no watching the stock market every day. They handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of asset, then you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked NHL. All you need is $500 to get started, to grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. Get your five for- Once again, to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash nhl. That is W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash nhl to start growing your savings today.
1: I would, I would put Iowa in with that group. Um, I have definitely driven to Iowa from Chicago, so it's within um driving distance really for for the midwest chunk and you know the the wolves at least do play the iowa Wild a gajillion times a year um so it is yeah. kind of in that same um blob of, of of country like yeah des moines where the um the iowa wild play is about five hours a little more than five hours from chicago so oh okay yeah, yeah. so doable. it's
0: definitely like uh yeah not fun if you're like but- Grand Rapids or Cleveland yes. but doable yeah
1: and like yeah and
0: then yeah I feel like that would be I don't know I would enjoy that if you could have like little pockets of, mm-hmm. of AHL road trips I think that would be yeah. and especially again like if you go up to New England I feel mm-hmm. like so many teams in New England that you could just be like right we're just gonna bounce from one of the seven AHL teams that are in New York State to yeah. Providence to yeah. like the the Hershey Bears I think are near-ish there, yeah. um, then yeah. you got high Valley, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, etc. So this is this is my unofficial American Hockey League
1: <laughs> division idea.
0: Is that I feel like we should, yeah, we should scrap the divisions that we have right now yeah. and then just bunch them all up into like four different parts of the country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which like, I feel like, like it used to be way like that, and then they kept adding teams and adding teams and adding teams, and then now it's a little more like a little more NHL-ish in that things aren't all completely on top of each other. Um, But like Winnipeg, like the Manitoba Moose, for example, like they basically do that. If they fly down and then they just hit all of the teams in in the Midwest and then they go back to Manitoba, Um, which is hilarious because then you end up playing the Manitoba Moose like six times in two weeks or something because they're just hanging out there and they just moved
0: times, to Chicago for two weeks right? Yeah.
1: like there were definitely times in the past where I was like please god any team other than the Manitoba Moose I'm so tired of Manitoba like <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious given how often the Wolves play you know Rockford and Milwaukee and everything but Manitoba for some reason I was just like I'm so tired of you
0: <laughs> I guess it's yeah when you like like I kind of had that this season of um Playing Tampa Bay because of the like the schedule weirdness was that we played Tampa Bay. So we had like one mini, so we had four like mini-series, obviously. We had uh, two games, then two games, then two games, then two games. And so we had our first two games against Tampa like really early in the season, like at the start of January. And then we didn't see them again until March. And then we played Tampa Bay six times in March and I was like why this right (laughs) I'm I'm a good person
1: yeah or it's like the king's having to play play the the ducks like five times in a row in April or like the sharks they played them like six times within two weeks I'm like why are you doing this to me like please stop hurting me I yeah I'm an okay person like (laughs) please (laughs) and that's basically the AHL all all the time. So I I feel like this past NHL season was really a good crash course for anyone who hasn't watched the AHL a lot to really understand what it's like. Um, You know, the rain and the goals slowly going insane, but you have to see
0: the same guys.
1: Yeah. And like, cause like the rain and the goals, for example, have like a huge, huge rivalry, not only because it's the Kings and the Ducks farm teams, but because they play each other like 12 times a year, of course, you're going to hate each other after that like it it just it is what it is and and that's that's the ahl all the time is you know the in in chicago the wolves and the rockford ice hogs literally have like a championship cup that they pass back and forth each season of who won the season series between the two teams because they play each other so much like (laughs) it's the illinois lottery cup i believe it's called and i've seen it in
0: Coming from it, I've just got the end of my conversation with Sarah. But first, I've got to tell you about a built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. You know, we all love built bar here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. And if you order it, you will too. Built bar's got nine incredible regular flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor. And if you haven't tried it yet, you are missing out. They've got flavors like cherry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, coconut almond. If you, there is something for everyone my personal favorite is the mint brownie i love that chocolate mint combination and anything kind of brownie textured is a-okay by me and not only are both bars delicious they're also super healthy as well Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein with only 130 calories only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs so if you are the kind of person that goes to the gym and wants an extra kick of protein in their diet, then Built Bar is for you. If you are the kind of person like me that just wants to eat something healthy and feel like they're eating a candy bar, then Bilt Bar is for you as well. And best of all, if you go to BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Been yes. to a handful of, of Wolves games. Um, but again, like, I think... I've seen two Wolves games, I believe, two or three, and I don't know that I've seen them play anyone that is not Milwaukee.
1: <laughs> that is, yes, that is a true statement. Um, they play each other so many times to the point where, like, this year it was weird because the Wolves adopted Milwaukee because Milwaukee sat out the season because of COVID stuff. Right. Um, and so yeah. it was super weird to have these guys on the team who you're like, man, I, I have hated this guy for the past three years. <laughs> and like, and that now he's on your team. It felt very weird to suddenly be like, ah, I want nice things for that boy. Um, but, but
0: only in this situation. Yes.
1: yes. And yeah, I mean that.
0: And I also feel like it was, it was super weird because it was that weird central division of like, well, the, it was because if the Wolves are Carolina and mm. then Milwaukee is Nashville and yes. they were the, they played each other, and then the same for Florida and Tampa. Mm-hmm. They shared um, the Syracuse Crunch. Yes, this season, and that was just a very fun kind of, just extremely on-brand yes. NHL nonsense to have both of the Central Division first-round matchups be with guy be with teams that have shared an AHL team that season.
1: Yeah, it was it was really funny to see. At least from like the wolves perspective like there were a handful of guys in that series who were teammates who then suddenly found themselves on on the other side of uh other side of the bench or whatever um and it's going to be extra weird next season when everything goes back to normal and suddenly you know i feel like the ahl always has a lot of good stories of like used to be teammates now are rivals because there's a lot of movement between teams uh but uh, at least especially for guys who aren't like nhl like regulars or legit nhl right the
0: the older guys who yeah but kind of mosey around and still mm -hmm. play
1: but yeah this year's going to be even funnier because there are going to be so many guys that uh spent the whole season battling together on that team and now they have to hate each other and because they're in milwaukee they're going to play each other 14 times
0: I don't think I have any more questions cool. about the AHL. Cool. Um, I do want to say this is this is not a something experience going into the um, into the episode, but the Eagles captain got voted the AHL MVP, and I'm very sad because he is he was my small. Cleveland monsters child
1: oh, yeah. um TJ Tyner. TJ Tyner. Yeah. He was yeah. a
0: wolf for yes. a hot minute. And I, yes. I forgot that until I yes. saw him play on the wolves and was like, my son. <laughs> and now he's doing really well in Colorado. Yeah. So just something else that I could be angry at Colorado for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a small, small ginger boy. He's so small.
0: Yeah. My small, he's so small. I love yeah. him so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anytime I talk to him, like he's not much taller than I am. A little bit, Blightful. not much. Um that's my favorite thing about the ahl is because like that is where a lot of the guys who are like if you were four inches taller you'd be in the nhl like that's where they go to to exist and it's just right really funny to like to to be like oh wow you're you're my height um that i mean that's how we've been trying with laura from the canadian show have been trying to like triangulate how tall cole caulfield is and like you know, right because it is yeah. nick
0: suzuki yeah yes
1: yeah. And so I'm like, listen, Laura, I have talked to Nick Suzuki. I know how tall Nick Suzuki is. The answer is not much bigger than me. <laughs> like, and look how small Cole Caulfield is compared to him.
0: Yeah, like what Cole Caulfield, I feel like, is what? Is he officially five six?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think his roster height is like five seven.
0: Okay. So he's five seven in skates is yes. what me and Laura have decided. Yes. yes because um, Nathan Gerby is officially five five. <laughs> he, on, his roster height is five foot five. So I feel like we should put Nathan Gerby and Cole Caulfield.
1: Yes, next to each next other. Next to each
0: other and see see how that goes. Yes. Because
1: <laughs> and like Nathan Gerby at least has been open about like, yeah, I'm small, what of it? Like right. he's not try- he's not trying to pass himself off. My favorite is like the one spot in the OHL which lists Mike Richards as six feet tall.
0: God, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> honey
1: like oh I respect oh, I but. respect
0: the hustle but also
1: please stop lying like,
0: if, if you are six feet tall I am six feet tall yes. like let's <laughs> I love him I miss him <laughs> um okay so just to just to um yeah. to finish off we'll do our usual yeah. spiel of so I know I personally am going to be trying to follow the AHL a little bit more next season. It feels like it's going to be extremely fun. I had a bunch of I had a lot of fun watching it this season, honestly, because unlike the Blue Jackets, the Monsters were pretty good. Um, they won they won a bunch of games, um, which like I say, is not something that Columbus did a whole lot of this season. Um, so I will be watching the AHL. Hopefully we'll be bringing you some more kind of AHL chat with Sarah. Uh, we'll bring Deanna back on because Deanna is always fun to talk to about uh the monsters but uh if you know you would like to know more about the hl sarah talks about it a bunch on her show and you can find that where
1: sarah Uh, So you can find Locked on Kings uh, wherever you get your podcasts, on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Uh, I also, uh, as we've discussed, cover the Chicago Wolves, who are a frequent uh, competitor of the Cleveland Monsters. So uh, when the season starts again, uh, you can also find me on regular Twitter at Right Said Sarah, which is W-R-I-T-E Said Sarah with an H. uh, And I will be covering Wolves related stuff and just general AHL NHL hockey news over there so you'll get some occasional monsters content from me uh, on on my Twitter whenever you come to town and face my uh awkward sons
0: and I think that's all the time I have for today tomorrow I'll bring you a special weekend edition of Lockdown Blue Jackets and it's a special episode as well I sat down with some of my fellow Locked On hosts to talk about being LGBT in hockey today and it's going to be on Locked On presents today, and it's also going to be on this feed tomorrow, so make sure you check that out, because I think it's really exciting, and I hope that you do as well. You can follow me on Twitter at JayLegolee, you can follow this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jackets, and if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com, and I will see you tomorrow. Make sure you stay locked on.